Hello everyone and welcome to the In The Saddle podcast. My name is Chris Loder and I am joined by my guests this week, Liz Batchelor and Katie Midwinter, where we'll be looking ahead to some of the main races on ITV this Saturday at Ascot, where is Shergar Cup Day? Always an interesting point of the racing calendar, a bit of a Marmite event. I have to say, I quite like it. I've done quite well there over the last few years from a punting perspective, but I can understand why it's not everyone's cup of tea, but hopefully we can find some winners for you guys before we go um, and get the girls selections let's see how they both are come to you first Liz you've been away on holiday did you get a nice tan in Ibiza yes I did it was lovely I've been back a week already would you believe I think it's time for another holiday um (laughs) but uh, yeah it was nice to nice to get away um and now we're now we're back yeah we certainly brought the weather with you um hopefully it'd be nice for our outing at Windsor next monday and how about you katie um how how you been keeping up the winners yeah been all good thank you just enjoying the sunshine today um looking forward to the action hopefully get a few more winners hasn't been the best week um but hopefully my luck will change the first race we're going to look at then is the 210 at ascot it's the dubai duty-free shergo cup dash handicap and arecibo is your current favorite at the top of the betting at 72 we then got king of stars at nine to two, Count Dorsey at sixes, Hurricane Ivor at thirteen to two, Manakan at sevens, Ready Freddy Go at nines, and bigger are the rest. I'll come to you here first, Liz. Uh, quite a few in here you could make a case for, but who did you like? Yeah, so I have gone to the top of the market and nearly the top of the weights with Robert Cowles Arecibo. Um, in recent times, he's regularly been running in group companies, so dropping down. Um, for this class two contest and I don't think he's been completely disgracing himself in group company um, notable places include the Temple Stakes in May behind Kingsland and Twilight Calls where he lost second in the final 100 yards and he showed some form in a group one at last year's Royal Ascot and the Kingstown Stakes um, his most recent run in the group three at Sandown last month he was seventh of eight um, but there was only about one and three quarter lengths between him and the winner race, as they all finished tightly bunched. But I think he probably prefers it a bit softer, which he isn't going to get for this. Um, but I think it's his turn to, to log a win. So I receive both from me. Okay, so Liz thinks uh, Team GB in Ireland uh, can get a win on the board with Arecibo and Danny Tudhope in the plate. And how about you, Katie? How did you see uh, the Dash handicap? Well, I didn't have a strong fancy initially, actually. Uh, most of Harry in quite hefty rates, a couple down in class. I've liked Hurricane Ivan in the past, but he's been out of form recently. He hasn't shown much of a glimmer rediscovering that old form that he had. So I couldn't really side with him, especially on ground that currently has firm in the description. I've gone with a 10-year-old judicial. Uh, he's been running over six furlong the last few times. The last time he ran over five furlong wasn't good to firm in a listed race at Beverly. He finished third behind Tis Marvellous, who went on to win another listed race at Ascot, ahead of Group 3 winner Minzal. And Judicial is £7 lower here. I think that represents a decent form line. Returning back with a 5 will suit Julie Camacho, currently performing at a 29% strike rate, which is pretty good, and Frankie Tory rides. So in a race that appears quite open, I think he represents some value at the prices from an each-way angle. Okay, so Katie is going to go for the veteran sprinter, Judicial. I'm just going to give a favourable mention to Manakan. I think he's really been improving as a sprinter this year. His second at Chester was a good run, and most notably his fifth when he finished here at Royal Ascot in the Palace of Holyrood House Stakes. I think if he's up to that kind of form, he can go pretty close. Um, he's definitely a sprinter on the up, and Hayley Turner 
is the eye catching jockey booking. She has a good record in the Shergar Cup. It's one of her favourite days of the racing calendar. And yeah, I think it's quite significant she's been put for, for, for this horse. So she's uh, uh, she, this horse is the way I'm thinking in this race. So yeah, interesting thoughts there from the guys. We're all in disagreement. We're all going to go for different horses. Just to recap then, Judicial for Katie. I'm with Manakan and Liz likes to favour Arecibo. We then go to the 245. It's the Dubai Duty Free Shergar Cup Stairs Handicap. And Super Super Jack is looking to get over an unlucky defeat at Glorious Goodwood when he was punted off the boards. He's your favourite again at 15 to 8. We've then got the reserve in next in the betting. Red Force 1 for Phil Kirby at 3 to 1. Rock Eagle at 7 to 2. Throne Hall at 9 to 2. Island Brave at 7s. And bigger are the rest. I'll come to you here first, Katie. Uh, Super Super Jack. For a lot of people, was an unlucky uh, loser at Glorious Goodwood. Are we going to give him another chance here, or are you going to go for something at a bigger price? I think he's a worthy favourite, um, but I'm actually going to go for Make My Day. I, well, he's a huge price, really. Um, he was second to Super Super Jack at Ascot early in the season, giving £15 away there. There's £5 between them here, and although the Super Super Jack is looked progressive and has been improving since, I just think that the difference in the prices is huge. Um, make my day was 33 to 1 when I first looked at the card earlier on and I think he's been back into a best price of 25 to 1 now he's been dropped a pound for finishing 10th at Goodwood but I think there were plenty of excuses that could be made for that run there was a loose horse there it was a big field he did weaken towards the closing stages but I don't think he was pushed too much once the race was lost and he may prefer this challenge I don't think he'll overturn the favourite but he could well outrun his odds uh, and I would like to give a shout to Red Force One. He's currently first reserve. He's a horse of Philip Kirby's that I've really enjoyed following. Gorgeous grey gelding. Uh, he's been thriving in recent months. And if he does get in, there could be more to come from him. And he could challenge the favourite. Okay, so I want to maybe keep it out an eye on then for Katie with Red Force One. But our main selection for the race is the Gary Moore trained Make My Day, who's representing Team GB and Ireland. I'll come to you here, uh, Liz. Um, who did you like in the stairs handicap? Yeah, I have, I've stuck with the favourite of Super Super Jack. Like you say, he was just really, really unlucky, I think. Um, and it, it was over that longer distance of two mile four in that class two at Goodwood. Um, but as you say, every, everywhere he turned um, to get out for a run, he just found trouble. And it, I think he did well to finish second, to be, to be honest. But um, he's been running running creditably in his previous races, um, including a comfortable win here at Ascot in May over the same distance of this one mile seven. Think if he can get a clearer run, he seems to find trouble quite regularly. Um, but with with the drop in trip, I, I think I think he'll go well in this. Okay, so one vote for Super Super Jack and one vote for Make My Day. I'll give a shout out to Rock Eagle. I just think he doesn't necessarily stay the two and a half mile trip where he ran a respectable race um, here at the Royal Meeting when he ran um, to finish eighth. I think. Uh, I think this uh, trip is much more his cup of tea. He ran a good race last time at Newbury in a small field, to be fair. But I think off a mark of 99, he could be dangerous. Karen McAvoy as well uh, is a very eye-catching jockey book and top jo jockey over in Australia. And uh, I think he could go well there in the stairs. So, yeah, again, we're all disagreeing. Just to recap, Super Super Jack for Liz and Katie is with Make My Day. We're then going to go to the Shergo Cup Challenge, the 320 race. And um, Pride of Priory is your favourite at 10 to 3. We then got Charging Thunder at 4s, The Whipmaster at 4s, Pretty Sweet at 8s, Seven Voyage at 8s, Celtic Art at 10s, Bad Company the Reserve at 10s, and Bigger are the rest. I'll come to you here first, Liz. Quite a tricky puzzle, or did you have one that you were quite keen on? 
it was really I, I, it was really tricky because I actually found this to be the hardest race across the car to be honest but um the one that caught my eye because I've, I've honestly probably looked at every single one but the one that I've looked at was Archie Watson's Southern Voyage um, he's a course and distance winner here at Ascot last July in a class four and he was beaten favourite last time out at the start of the month where he came eighth of eight but um, he sweated he didn't run very well at all um, but it was his first time out in nine months so I think I'm willing to forgive it um, but with the run under his belt he likes the ground he can obviously do the, but he likes the course he likes the distance plus Archie Watson is on a pretty good strike rate in the past 14 days at 19% and Neil Callan's got a current strike rate of 16% in the current season um, so yeah, I, I've picked out Southern Voyage out of all of them. Okay, so Southern Voyage is for Liz, and who did you like in this one, Katie? I'm with Pride of Priory here. He's been in good form, won his last two races, and the William Haggis Stable in excellent form this season, currently performing at a 30% strike rate. I just think he's very well bred, he's a progressive gelding, he's lightly raced, and there could be plenty more to come from him. He runs off a career of high mark of 92 but I think he's a talented horse. He's getting better with experience and as he's learning more. Um, he can be forgiven the odd hiccup. His first two runs this season have impressive, but he has been in for a hat-trick of wins and I can't see a massive danger in the field. I think the horses against him all are slight question marks. There are a few, uh, Charging Thunder, the Whipmaster, possibly even Angel Power, who could be a threat. Um, but I struggle to find a confident selection and I do think Pride of Priory is the classiest of the race and the one that is capable of showing the most improvement. Okay, so Pride of Priory it is for Katie. I'm going to give a shout out to last year's winner, uh, State of Bliss, Frankie the Tory, eye catching jockey booking for the Johnstons. He's only £2 higher than when he won this race uh, last year. He's a, he's a typical Mark Johnson horse that's always a little bit in and out of form. I think he just put a line through his latest run. He's had a little bit of a break. I think if he comes here and, he, and he's well within himself, I think he can outrun his odds. And I thought 16 to 1 was a bit of a crazy price. And he's pretty versatile as well. He can go from the front, he can come from off the pace as he did last year. But when the Johnsons book Frankie, I think that's when they mean business. And yeah, I think he, he's a bit overpriced there. So he'll be my selection in the race. But plenty of thoughts there on um, on the uh, Shergo Cup Challenge and hopefully we pointed you in the direction of a winner there. We then move on to the next race we're going to look at which is the Shergo Cup Mile. The 3.55 and Muntasib is your favourite for William Haggis at 5-2. We've then got Isla K at 4-1, Bob Perriado at 11-2, Jungle Cove at 13-2 and Via Dipinti at 10-1. Uh, I'll come to you here first Katie again a few in here of chances, but who did you like in the mile? I've gone for the favourite here, actually, Montesib. So I'm hoping for a quick double for William Haggis. I think he's a really likeable horse. Uh, difficult to find much fault with him. He's lightly raced for a four-year-old. He did spend a year and a half off track, and he was gelded during that period. But he's three wins from five today, and not far off in his last two runs where he finished fourth and fifth. Uh, those were in competitive handicaps. And he, yeah, as I say, he wasn't too far off. He was, you know, he was near enough. I think his pedigree has speed but also damp stamina on the damp side a mile isn't tried but it shouldn't be a problem as he's seen out his race as well and i i just can't find much fault with him so i'm sticking with the favorite montesib okay so montesib for katie and how about you liz are you in agreement with montesib i am in agreement um yeah he's actually one of my picks um on here at the start of july 
Um, and it, he came fourth of 18 in, in the Class 2 Bunbury Cup, um, where he was sent off as favourite. Um, but I like my summary last time and pretty much what Katie has said. He's, he's won his first three times out, um, including that good Class 2 at Goodwood in May. Um, but he's the beaten favourite twice now, and um, he should get back to winning ways again in this, especially back in a slightly smaller field, which I think will help. Okay, so two votes for the favourite. Montesib, I quite like Bob Pedro um, for Spencer and O'Meara. Spencer, we know, he has got a fantastic record on the straight course at Ascot. Finished fourth last time out in quite a warm little race behind Tempest. He was a real eye-catcher, staying on strong, and I think Spencer aboard will be of uh, benefit, and I just thought he could go well at a little bit of a nice uh, dirty each-way price. So that's our thoughts then on the mile handicap the next race we're going to look up is the shergar cup classic and franz strauss is your favorite for team europe at three to one along with berkshire breeze for the girls at three to andrew bolden we then got hameki at nine to two pub crawl at 13 to two approachability at tens and bigger are the rest again plenty in here with chances but who did you like in this one liz yeah, so I've honestly looked at so many of these, and I think it's going to be a really good race to watch. You've got, obviously, Hamaki, where I think the step-up and trip is going to help. Berkshire Breeze has been running well in defeat. Approachability coming back down in grade, but I keep returning to John and Tadies Gosden, um, Franz Strauss. Um, I know he's favourite, and I've picked a lot of favourites, it appears, uh, <laughs> in this. In this. Um, but his last win was his maiden in December, and they clearly thought something of him. I mean, his golden horn colt. So they, they next ran him, a Group 3 Classic trial where he came a distance fourth, um, Westover being the winner of that. Um, and since then, he's been tried at one mile two, one mile three, and most recently, one mile six, um, where he was half a length second in a three-horse race, it being a class three at Sandown. He's clearly got good pedigree, um, like, like I was saying, but something hasn't gone quite right. But I think this could be his race to show what he's capable of. Okay, so it's Franz Strauss for Liz and how about you Katie who did you like in our penultimate race I honestly didn't have a strong fancy in this one so I wouldn't be getting involved from a betting perspective I think it's a tough race to predict it's quite open and there are a number of horses capable of making the frame uh, if I had to choose I'd probably go for approachability maybe represents a bit of value and as you said before you know Hayley Turner enjoys this meeting so she could possibly uh, get a win or, or place on the board here yeah, that, that was actually my selection in the race, approachability. Probably actually one of my more stronger fancies on the card. Go back and watch the replay last time at Goodwood. This horse was a real eye-catcher. Didn't get a clear run. One of those classic unlucky losers we sometimes get at Goodwood. I think that race is going to work out really well in time. Uh, won by Secret State, who could potentially be a St. Ledger candidate for Charlie Appleby. I think the second, the third, the fourth, and the fifth are all very good horses. I think it's probably the strongest handicap we saw uh, last week. Um, and I just think Hayley Turner is an eye-catching jockey book and gone down a pound. We'll probably prefer this quicker ground as well. Finished at se uh, second at Pontefract uh, a couple of starts ago on, on the quicker condition. So, yeah, I think at 10 to 1 is a massive price and uh, I think he should be... Uh, Vine out of favours in this horse on his best form. I think he could have a few pounds to play. So, yeah, two votes for approachability then. And uh, Frank Strauss for Liz. We then go to the last race we're going to look at on the card, which is the Shergar Cup Sprint. And we've got Admiral D as your favourite, 10 to 3, along with Rosania. We then got Spangled Mac at Boars seeking the five timer for George Bowie. A day and age at eight. 
Conflict, The Reserve at 8, Tolstoy at 10s, Romantic Time at 11, Sterling Knight at 11s, and Bigger are the rest. I'll come to you here first, uh, Katie, for the sprint. Again, quite a tight little affair, quite a few in here with uh, chances, but who did you like? Yeah, another tough one. It's really competitive card, actually. Uh, in this one, I've gone for a day in Asia, bidding for Hatchick of Wins. She won well last time out at Goodwood. She's gone at £5 for that. Uh, the favourite Admiral D has been running well in big handicaps of late, often running better than his odds have suggested. But I think a day in Asia could be one to threaten Admiral D. She's a progressive Billy, and there could be more to come from her, so she's my selection. Okay, a day in Asia for Katie. And how about you, Liz? Um, I've actually, I'm going to be greedy. I'm going to go for kind of an each way selection on a wooden selection. So um, the each way value being for the Philly romantic time, um, who actually won a group three Philly state when she was 28 to one in Salisbury back in September. And since then, she's not showed the same kind of form, but she's been picking up a few places here and there against some good opposition, including the boys. Um, and the win is for another Philly, and that is Rosina. Um, and I'm basing that on her last run, which we stayed on really nicely, picking up the win over Iris Dancer by three quarters of a length. She's ran four times, winning twice, placing twice, and she always finishes her race, races honestly. She keeps on. Um, and if the handicap has done their job well, I think she will be in the mix. Okay, so that's the girls' thoughts on the last race at the Show Cup. We're now on the part of the podcast then where we go round the houses to see if they fancy anything else this week and uh, i'm going to come to you here first liz because you said off air you actually have one for the listeners i yes so there's obviously some group races on this weekend uh uk and ireland but there's two one in the uk one in ireland uh that, that i really like um first one being uh, Grocer Jack in the Group 3 Rose of Lancaster Stakes up at Haydock. I actually tipped him up to win when I was last on here three weeks ago, it must have been. And I actually watched him run in person at Newbury and I was really impressed with the way that he won that. Um, so that's Grocer Jack for me. And over at the Curragh in Ireland is the Group 1 Keenan Phoenix Stakes this weekend um, where I do like Hayden's little big bear. Um, so that's two for me. Okay, a couple of thoughts there away from the show of our cup from Liz. And how about you, Katie? You got anything for the listeners this weekend? In the 420 at Newmarket on Saturday, Ropey Guest, one of my favourites, a very consistent horse. It wasn't his day last time out, but he's capable of bouncing back uh, and maybe able to get the win in a smaller field. Uh, and also, two that caught my eye at the cover in the 315 New York City each way. Another that didn't go to plan last time out for him, but he's capable of putting in a good performance. It's a competitive race. I think he's a decent price and represents some value. And also in the 345 at the Curra, Ice Golden Alex runs over the mile trip. Three pounds flame on board. He's often available at a decent price, so I'd give him an each race shout as well. Okay, a few there on both sides of the RFC there for Katie. I've just got one for the listeners to maybe keep an eye on at a big price. Um, this filly runs in the 340 at Newmarket on the July course in the Sweet Solera Stakes, a group free contest. And I thought Mottas Font was uh, a bit of a big price here at 14 to 1 for Huey Morrison. George Rook um, taking the ride was a very impressive winner on debut um, in a race at Foss Lass. Um, go back and watch the replay. This horse absolutely was travelling on the bridle and. Uh, seems to have a lot left at the end. She comes from a really good family as well. In fact, she's actually a half-sister to Romsey, who was a, a good uh, horse uh, for these connections. I think she might have even finished fifth in the 1,000 guineas. I just think there could be a little bit more to come from her moving forward, and she could be 
uh, a horse that's well up to this kind of grade and I think she's bred to improve. I just thought some at the top of the, the market, the likes of Lakota Sue, Ivory Madonna, thought they were a bit exposed and uh, it might be worth going with one of the lightly raced um, types in this. And I thought um, Mossfont ticked a lot of the boxes. So that's my thoughts there. Uh, away from the Shergar Cup. But that's it then for this episode. Thanks again to the girls for giving up their time. Hopefully we've given you some winners this weekend. Remember to follow us on the socials where we're available on Twitter and we're nearly up to a 1,000 followers. I think we're only just a couple away last time I checked. So make sure you give us a follow. We'd like to reach that landmark. You can follow us on Instagram as well. Also as well, please subscribe to us wherever you're listening to us, whether it be Apple, Spotify or SoundCloud. Please gamble responsibly and we'll be seeing you again soon.